0: Hello, and welcome to episode 81 of the Covenant Live Marketing Podcast. People like to ask questions. Could Becky do it from her home? Yes. But by Becky being in the coffee shop, that's local. By Becky doing something live, people just like live. Yes, live video works. Becky has an opportunity to bring in some local feel to it and engage more people. So I'm a firm believer in local, local, local
1: to be the celebrity CEO right where you are using the power of live video. Hello, my name's Ian Anderson-Gray, and in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast, I'm joined by my good friend Ramon Ray, talking about how you can be a celebrity CEO in your business on the local level. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Not global, local, and the power of that. But first, looks like it's time for something completely nutty. I wanna be a celebrity CEO mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I wanna be a celebrity CEO mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wanna be a celebrity CEO I wanna focus on the local I wanna be a celebrity CEO
2: This is the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Confident Live Marketing Podcast. With Ian Anderson Gray, helping entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. Gain confidence in front of the camera, confidence with technology and confidence with the content and marketing. Together, we we can go go live!
1: live. Hello, it's Ian Anderson Gray here for the Confident Live Marketing Show. This is episode... 81 and today I'm going to be joined by Ramon Ray to talk about how to be a celebrity CEO in your local business live streams this episode as always is sponsored by content 10x a little bit more about them in a bit I also want to let you know if you want to subscribe to my bot at confident.live forward slash subscribe you will never miss one of these live shows where I go live on Tuesdays and Thursdays and you can get notified before we go live each time. So it's time to bring in my first sponsor, which is Content X, And they've been sponsoring it basically right back to the start of this podcast. I'm so grateful to these guys. Amy, who is the founder of Content X, is a good friend of mine and she's also been on on this podcast quite a few times. They are a specialist content repurposing agency. So they can take that one live stream or blog post or podcast or whatever it is and explode it, you know what I'm gonna say, into a plethora of new platform-specific on-brand content. And if they don't do it for you via their service, they can also teach you how to do it yourself, whether that's on their podcast, or their blog, or their book, or their toolkit. They're really smart, responsive, creative, and effective. And if you want to take the stress out of content marketing, They are the people to go to. Also, do check out their new service, LinkedIn 10X. If you're wanting to raise your game and level things up on LinkedIn, if you're wanting to just reach a a bigger audience and be more effective on LinkedIn, check out their LinkedIn 10X service. All you need to do is create one video, one piece of content every week, and then they will take that. And as Amy says, turn it into lots of video babies and lots of other things on LinkedIn. It's really, really awesome. So check out content10x.com. For more information, right, it's time to bring in my guest, Ramon. Ramon Ray is the founder of Smart Hustle Media. He's an entrepreneur, author, and speaker who loves burnt pancakes and bacon, which I'm going to have to ask him about that. It's normally burnt bacon and pancakes, but the burnt pancakes bit. Slightly concerns me. Anyway, his passion is telling the stories, challenges, and successes of small business owners. Ramon has authored four books. His latest is Celebrity CEO How Entrepreneurs Can Thrive by Building a Strong Personal Brand. Ramon, welcome to the show. Ian,
0: thanks for having me. And I hope if you don't mind, I can take time to talk about one of your sponsors too. I have a good word to say if I may, if not. Do do go ahead. Yes. Yeah, I just want to say, Content 10X, I think that, not them particularly, but I just want to say that what they're doing, Ian, I just wanted to echo. It's so important because you and I know this world, and we hear all these other people talk about content, content, content. For those of us who are growing, in, you can't do it by yourself. When I say you can't, you can. But as you've taught me, as we've talked offline, you want to focus on what you do best. Let people like Content x do it for you. That's all I want to say is that it's such a great tool. And I love that. What, video babies? That's new. I've never heard that one. I like that. Yeah.
1: it's it's content babies. Yeah, it's taking those those big pieces of content and turning them into little snippets, which I love. So that's great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I can see we do have comments. Unfortunately, I can't see them in the system. So we have a tech gremlin, which always happens from time to time. On live video, but I can see on Facebook at least uh, we've got Tim Saun watching. Hi Tim, hope you're doing really well. Hey. and I can see um, Alessio watching as well. So Tim was saying, "Wow, four thousand people—that's amazing." And the hybrid hybrid Thank event you, <laughs> idea is really interesting. And uh, I've I've found I'm so much more efficient with my time. So that's a good. I suppose since the lockdown, I think Tim's talking about. Have you found that? Have you mm-hmm. been more efficient with your time? I think so, Ian. But as you know, you know, we need one of
0: those, uh, I don't know, um, Simon Sinek people or one of those really, you're smart, but one of those really smart, like academic people, because we think we are. But I'm afraid to say I am being more efficient with my time, because maybe I'm not. But I I, I know it seems like I'm getting more done, especially when you compare Ian to not waiting an hour each way on the on the uh, airport, you know, taking the Uber to the hotel, things like that, comparing live events to virtual. Yes, we're being more efficient with our time, for sure. Uh, but listen, I, I, I thought Ian, I wasn't missing in- person people, you know, in- person events, but I can't wait to hug you, Ian. I mean, yeah. really, Same I may even here. give
1: you a kiss on the cheek or something, so well, that might you be, know. that might be going a little bit too far, but you know i I'll, I'll forgive that. but yeah it's 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 so true. you know I, I would describe I would describe myself as an introvert. I do like my own space, and I find that I focus mm-hmm. much better when I'm on my own. But there's sometimes too much of a good thing. And I think we need we need each other. You know, we I we, I love yes. bouncing ideas off of people and and just hanging out with people who get me. You know, and yes. you know I've always enjoyed hanging out with you in person, and it's great that we 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 have the the blessing of our meeting up every week uh, to, you get know, to, to to catch up, and that's that's really awesome. Um, so yeah, unfortunately the the tech isn't working. So if you are commenting on Facebook or LinkedIn, I'm gonna try and toggle between them on my phone, but um. Apologies for that, but I'm going to ask uh, you, Ramon. Uh, can you remember? Well, first of all, we we met each other at Social Media Marketing World. I I can remember us having breakfast uh, one yep. one morning at the at maybe at the I don't know what, what hotel it was. I, I do the Marriott. Maybe we had
0: it at a at a bar, meaning at a the, the, oh, yeah. the context was on a, a bar, whatever you call the not the tables like behind you, but yeah. sitting. At the bar, I recall. Yes, I recall that. It was it was awesome. It was awesome. I was like, I think we were we just crossed paths, right? And it was like, who are you? Who are you? And I guess we felt a vibe, or we just said, I'm hungry. Yeah. You're hungry, and sat something like that, as I recall. But I recall when we first met. Yes,
1: absolutely. And I've I've had the honor to have you being the uh, what's what's the technical phrase uh, you you've you doing uh, uh, my, my host talks. room host room host yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> something know, like that. I think for the last two or three years, you have been my room host and. I couldn't ask for a better room host. It just You put so much passion and energy into it. And so thank you. Thank you so much for that. So I'm going to ask you, when was your first ever live video experience? Can you remember that? And I always yeah. like to ask my guests on the show, what, can you share with us any live video disasters just to make us feel better uh, <laughs> that we're not the only ones who have disasters? I mean- <laughs> sure. Sure. My first live video experience that I can remember, and you can help me
0: triangulate the exact dates on this because you'll probably understand what I'm saying, but I used Ustream, and I bet, uh, Ian... I was going to say half your audience doesn't know it, but a lot of your audience is techie people, so they probably will. But anyhow, when I'm done, you can help me package all this together better. But I was using Ustream, you know, one of the old regular video cameras that now we probably have in a box somewhere. Uh, Using that, I was at the United Nations and my French boss at the time, Jean-Marc Croacol, Ramon, let us try to stream this Ustream. Can we do this? I'm like, I'm a techie, as probably most of your readers, you know, watch, listeners are. So I'll figure it out. So that was UStream, a video camera, and you know, I think you had to download their software, some plug-in in the middle on a PC, stream it, as I recall. Then you give people that link, and that was the first stream I did. When it was,
1: I don't remember, but maybe five years, ten years, whatever that time would have been. Yeah. You can help me with that. When do you think that would have been? Well, uh, I, so, like, UStream was around when I, I, so we we had uh, jello on the show, and he he, so this was a few weeks ago, and he he started his first uh-huh. live. stream. Streaming experience, I think, was using UStream. Um, right. So that might have been like ten plus years ago, I think. Yeah. Um you know, about right? I think my my first live video experience was a little bit after that. So that was Google Hangouts on Air. But yeah. Um, so I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people they they think that live video is quite a new thing, but it's been around for a while. Right.
0: I think the consumerization of it has been short. And I think that's interesting, the technology. You know, a lot of these things you can do. Come on. Isn't NBC News one big live stream? They just happen to be using a, what, $100 million satellite or whatever they're doing. So I think the next evolution of that then was things like Ustream, which made it a bit more consumable for for anybody with the wherewithal to be techie. Like I was doing FTP to a website uh, years ago as well. I didn't know it was called blogging. I was just updating my site three times a day. But I think now- anybody can do it, meaning anybody can do it on some level. Uh, but to do some ninja stuff, it takes people like Ian to help do it better. But um, yeah, so that's, that's what, that was my first one. You asked for a disaster. Hard to remember an exact disaster because I've had a lot, Ian. <laughs> uh, you know, well, not too many or I probably wouldn't be in business. But listen, I think we, we all fail things like, oh, here's one. And it's not exactly like live stream disaster, Ian, but you'll probably identify with this. Would you do the epic video to your audience? Maybe you even cried. It's like perfect. Came from on high. 20 minutes, 15 minutes. And you realized. You said all that. It was nothing. Did You go back and you're like, honey, I just gave a great video. You post the comments and your audience is like, Ramon, we can't hear you. No. 15 minutes, 20 minutes. I've been pouring at my soul. So.
1: I've had those things happen, Ian, for sure. <laughs> and it, it is always the best ones. The, the ones when everything is going yes. well and then you, like, you forget to switch the microphone on or, or something yes. goes wrong. Yes. Yeah. Correct. You had the lights on, the batteries in. The,
0: the, the thing was right. You did your hair even. In my case, it takes me a lot longer to do my hair than you, Ian. But you just,
1: the USB cable or whatever the thing was, mic wasn't on, so. Well, the, yeah, these things happen. But thankfully, the, the tech is a lot easier these days than they were back in the Ustream days. But still, yep. tech does sometimes not work. And today is no exception to that. So obviously, we've got the comments problem. I'm also checking on LinkedIn. And for some reason, we're broadcasting a black screen at the moment. So that's interesting. Um, but we're definitely on Facebook. So there we go. It's awesome. all it's all good. It's all good. And and. We, 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 as 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 ever, we, this turns into a podcast. So if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, you all you need to do is go to iag.me forward slash podcast, and you can listen to this on using your ears, which is fabulous. So we've talked about <laughs> live video disasters. Let's get on to the whole celebrity CEO thing. I, I, I love the title, and I love, actually, one of the things I was going to do, and I didn't get a chance to do it, was actually put um. Uh, I highlight your the cover of your book because I love the cover of your book. It's so you're putting you're just standing there with so much energy. It's fab, Um, and yeah. uh, So, what (laughs) is what is a celebrity CEO? How can we become one? And you mentioned something about something about this in uh, your email to me about Beyonce. Tell us more about Beyonce.
0: Yeah. So here's the thing, is that I think everybody subliminally, or however they're doing it, Ian, they want to be Beyonce, Kim Kardashian, Michael Jackson, these famous people that many of us know, like, and trust. But Ian, it's nigh impossible to be a globally famous business person. There's only one Jeff Bezos, Donald Trump, uh, Obama, whoever, Queen of England. That... Echelon, echelon, whatever the word may be, you can teach me English after this, Ian, is <laughs> tough. <laughs> but I think what we all can do is be the celebrity CEO. And that's the power of being small business. So Beyonce, etc. few of us can do that. Very few can be a Captain Sully. Even he's probably not famous to everybody. But my point about celebrity CEO, it simply means this, Ian. You can be very well known, A, in your niche, as Ian and I are in that world, whether it's Ian's well-known for live streaming, I may be well-known for educating small businesses in general, et cetera, so that's being well-known in your niche, or you can be well-known geographically. I don't know much about you know the UK uh, landscape geographically, but say in New Jersey, there's a town called Woodbridge. You could be known as the best car mechanic in a little town, Woodbridge, New Jersey. So Ian, that is the core concept, that we should stop trying to be globally known or even I'm gonna be the best known as the best live streamer or the best content marketer. It, it's too big, but you can be known as the best real estate person in Austin. You can be known or as the best you know, senior care person in Western Europe, if you get what I'm trying to say.
1: So that's the essence of this concept
0: of celebrity CEO.
1: I love that. And you get extra points for pronouncing niche the correct way, well done. <laughs>
0: It's taken a while. I used to say the other word, but taken a while.
1: Well, unfortunately, <laughs> with the phrase, uh, you know, t- to get rich, you need to find your niche doesn't quite rhyme. But anyway, there what we right. go. But um, thats I think that's great. I think so many businesses out there are feel that they are struggling with, with the numbers. And we, we've, we've talked about numbers on the show before. You know, I think sometimes we can get overly obsessed by the numbers. We can, we can look at our numbers and think, oh, they're really low. And yes. we're comparing ourselves with other businesses out there. Maybe we're, we, we've had we had Neil Schaefer on the show recently, talking about the different types of influencers that are whether you are macro or micro or nano influencer now. So I think that's that's really encouraging that in, instead of focusing on 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 the big on the global, um, we should be focusing on on, on the, being ourselves. I mean that's the whole personal branding right. thing, which I'm going to talk to you talk to you about. But, but focus on the local. And I think that's really encouraging. And actually, it's interesting. There's a Woodbridge in the UK as well. So there we go. <laughs> there we go. There we, there we And go.
0: I can tell you, Ian, if there's time, can I slip in one more thing? Yeah. Something that I'm, thank you. Something that I'm going through, Smart Hustle. As you know, we've talked offline. We're friends about various things I'm going through. And I think even for myself, smart hustle.com, I I had been thinking, and Ian, I'm struggling through this as we speak. So this is live, live. Who am I competing against? Am I the Inc., entrepreneur.com, Forbes, Fortune, BuzzFeed, whatever of small business? Is that who smartestool.com is? For years, Ian, I had thought maybe that's who it is. But I realized, Ian, more and more, that game is hard and probably takes more money than I have. But I should start just being Ramon. Ramon has a following, as Ian does. I'm one of Ian's followers. Ian's one of my followers. I have a following. Let me just serve them. This doesn't mean I don't want to go bigger and better. I will, and I am, but if you kind of get what I'm trying to say is that even myself, I struggle with, ooh, let me be like that person, this person. Why Why don't, Why don't? did this person post something on Instagram and get 5,000 likes, and I got 10? One was probably my mother's or something. So that game can play mental games with us, but most people are not going to be huge at that level, and to your point of the numbers, you can still feed your family, live a good life, and pay yourself well but not have a huge, whatever huge may be, following. Thanks for letting me say that rant too.
1: Well, I'm so glad you said that because I, I was, I was shouting hooray and I was going amen and well as we say in the, in the UK, amen. man. But it was great, great stuff. Uh, because I think, particular, well, I, I don't know whether it's, it's particularly a, a problem with with entrepreneur type people. It probably is an, a, an issue with, with lots of people. And it's the whole comparison syndrome. I've talked about this a lot on the show. You know, you, you look out there and, and you look at the really successful businesses. The people, the businesses have probably been established for a long time. They may have a completely different personality for you, but for, from you, they're doing a really great job, but you're comparing and, and then you're putting, you're getting really down on yourself. You are thinking, well, I could never do that. And then you're going into the pit of despair, which is not the place where you want to be. You want to be, absolutely, you want to be you. And at the end of the day, do you want to have, do you want to try and be a clone of somebody else and do a really poor job? Or do you want to get people who love you and love what you do and, and believe in what you do? And, and so definitely, definitely stuff. So when it comes to local businesses, if we're going to be focusing yes. on the local, where does live video come into this? Because I think a lot of the time we, we are looking at, it's easy to fall into the trap of thinking global. You know, YouTube, we can have a global audience on YouTube and you can go, I mean, I'm I'm broadcasting to lots of different channels, which I don't think, I think that's a good thing. But from a local point of view, isn't all of this just a bit too much? I mean, should local businesses be embracing live video? Yeah, great, great point. So I think, yes, they should. And I think that the trap,
0: and you can help, you know, we'll, we'll banter here. I want to get your input too, Ian, is the how. So let's take, since you mentioned Ian's business, a little different, globally known to a degree. You know what I mean? It's, it's a little different than what Ian's doing because he can touch and reach everybody everywhere. So his business, his model, even mine, we're kind of similar in that, a little different. But to local, to Betty, to Roger, to Dave, to Susan, to whoever it may be who's really focused on local, whether I'm a local marketer, that's fair game, or I'm a local plumber, or whatever it may be, the people in your neighborhood, the people who are right around you, the pizza shop, right there. The shoe shine guy, right there. The accounting office, right over there over the hill. Generally speaking, and and there's pre-COVID and post-COVID, we can get to that. But the point is in normal days, they're only focused on what's around them. So I think, yes, live video. Imagine you going to the local coffee shop. That's and by the way, Ian, actually I do that. You may have seen some of my coffee with Ramon. I don't do it as consistent as you're doing it, Ian, but I'm starting to do some things. But the point is in in my crazy way, just doing a hundred different things. But what I'm getting to is that imagine going to the local coffee shop, doing a live stream from the coffee shop. Hey, this is Becky. I'm an accountant down the block. Every Thursday, I'm going to be here with a cup of coffee and a croissant talking about a tax tip for you. Ask me your question. So here's how I see it in, but I want your feedback and pushback if I'm wrong on this, feel free. Is that people like to ask questions. Could Becky do it from her home? Yes. But by Becky being in the coffee shop, that's local. By Becky doing something live, people just like live. So does that kind of make sense that I'm trying to say, yes, live video works. Becky has an opportunity to bring in some local feel to it and engage more people. And then what's gonna happen, Ian? Last point, maybe the local mayor wants to be involved. Maybe Becky then has earned the right to interview the local council person. Maybe she can do it then from the fire department, local. So I'm a firm believer in local, local, local to be the celebrity CEO, Right where you are,
1: using the power of live video. I, I love that. I think is so easy to to focus on the global, and not that that's wrong, but focus on the right. local as well. And I love the idea of going into a local coffee shop. Yeah, okay, that might be a bit tricky at the moment, depending on where you are in the world and restrictions. Sure. If you're listening in the future, by the way, this is 2020, COVID restrictions, all this kind of stuff. Just yeah, um, you'll be we'll be looking about looking back at this in the future, thinking, oh my goodness, what was all that about? But but. Yeah, I, I think that's that's great. So a friend of mine uh, has, has uh, this is Sam Ashton, I've mentioned her on, on the show quite a few times. She has a fabulous acronym when it comes to producing live video content. And uh, so it's it's BLAST. So the B is for behind the scenes content. The L mm-hmm. is for local, for local content. Mm-hmm. And it's it's highlighting things that are happening locally. And we haven't really focused on that that much on the show. The A, by the way, right. is a day in the life. S is sneak peek and T is tips and advice. All of that's great stuff, Ooh. but the bit that most I don't really see that many people doing is the local. And I I have to admit I don't do that much either. I have done a few uh, lives when I've gone gone out on a walk in my in my local right. park and I've shared my thoughts. Uh, I need to do more of those. I mean, what? So I'd be, love to love to kind of pick your brains in a way. What what kind of local stuff? If people are already on live video, what Stuff can they do that that right. is local? You've mentioned the coffee shop idea, which I love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, any any other thoughts? Yeah, and before I answer
0: that, uh, Ian, let's you and I go back and forth a bit. Talk about yourself and myself and somebody else. Just if it's helpful, who is it not for? Who's it for? If, that's, if that's, you get what yeah, I'm trying to say. definitely. Okay. So, meaning, I think for you and I, but we'll see what you say. You know, live show. I think we don't have to have a local play, per se, because our audience, how we earn our money, how we generate our revenue, just speaking of money, speaking very practically, is not a just a local play. Most people in my area, they don't know Ramon. So in that case, for you and I and maybe some others in the audience, they may not have to go to a local play. But I think that for local businesses, especially those who have had foot traffic in there or who want local people, that somebody in Iraq or Tanzania or New Jersey is not going to hire them, that's the local place. Let me pause there before I answer your question. Thoughts
1: on that? Like, do you think that, yeah, maybe Ian doesn't have to focus on local? What do you think on that? Or do yeah, you push back I, and say I, I no? So. I, I, I would agree. So it depends on where your focus is, where's the business going, where, where is your audience? So for me, my audience is is mainly in, in North America, US and Canada, and the UK. Uh, but, mm-hmm. what, but, but see, I think this is... I've focused a lot on the U.S. and I've I've actually, to my detriment, not focused so much on the U.K. and I do have an audience in the U.K. Mm. So I I think got sometimes it. you can get I don't know all starry eyed and think oh I want to focus to my beautiful American audience and then you forget about your your poor local U.K. audience you know and it, so I I think I think you just you do need to you do need to I look 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 at it where is your audience you need to do like an audit if that's the right word right. you know uh, I've talked about this on the show that. When you, before you create a live show, create a document. And one of the bits in that document is, as well as talking about what the, the show is about and the themes, who is your audience? Who is this for? Think about that as well. Yeah. So that's, yeah. thank you for that. That's, I mean, that, we, we should sure, always look sure. at what it's not for. Great point.
0: I'll, I'll answer the other question that you asked about, so some ideas. So here's some things I would do, just a, a uh, extemporaneous example of some things people may want to consider. You're a local person. You want local foot traffic. You want local people. Start interviewing the local people in your neighborhood. It sounds weird, but let's take my case and I'll, I'll say what these names mean for those who may not know in, in UK and US audiences, but it's local 7-Eleven, quick check. That's the local gas station, food mart place. Imagine interviewing the local franchise owner of that or the Dunkin' Donuts. They would love to be on camera. Nobody interviews them at all. What are they going to do? They're gonna share it with their family, who you probably don't care about, but they're probably gonna share it with their district manager and others. That's one. Two. The elected officials, you're probably not going to get to the governor or whatever you may call it in UK or wherever the provincial leader, whatever it may be in your area today, but start really small. That 32-year-old guy, that 27-year-old guy who just got elected to the, the least, as it were, the lowest local place, interview them or their staff member or their janitor. That's another thing you could do. Three, what about safety issues? Your local fire department would love, the chief, as it were, would love to share with local people and give tips to the kids and et cetera. So my point being, you may say, Ramon, but I don't want to interview all these people because it's not what I do. Make it what you do. Steer their conversation around what you do. And imagine in six months or three months, you now have a, are an oasis of local stuff focused on you. It's all about, you know, your frame there serving your audience. Now, when people are going to look for accounting, legal service, dog walking, whatever, whose name is going to come up? Who's that gal with the dog walking business? She just interviewed me about, you know, tips on trash removal.
1: So, Ian, does that kind of make sense what I'm trying to say? Or was it confusing? I, no, it makes perfect sense. Uh, really, really good stuff. So, I think, yeah, focusing, focusing on the local, finding the people to interview. And you're right, there will be people who will be, like, totally uh, so up for for coming on a live video, and right. they'll never never have done it before. They might be a little bit scared, and you might actually have to help mm-hmm. them with some of that. Right. And we we talked about that on the show confidence, but I think once they they get started, they'll be fine. We have um, a local estate agent, so I think in the US you call them real estate.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Realtors or something. Anyway, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, realtors. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we need to translate sometimes. And uh, so yeah, we, we. So he's he's become a friend of mine because we've actually have, we've actually did a live show. I helped him do a live show, and he was wanting to reach mm-hmm. out to people. And so that's that's the kind of thing, you know, just just find out who is in your who's who's in your area. Um, I think that's great. I've just I've just noticed we've got some fabulous comments watching on Facebook. As I said earlier, we have a few technical problems, so unfortunately I can't see them on the screen or highlight them. Forgive me. and uh, But Tim Tim Sorn says, shout out to all the Woodbridges. We've got Christine Gritman is here. Tim. Hi, Christine. <laughs> oh, Great Christine. to see you. Lovely to see you. <laughs> and uh, Christine is saying, Ramon is on my show next Friday. Wow, it's a busy Honored. busy schedule. So that's awesome. <laughs> uh, she also says, the value of local is definitely shifting this year. And, and Tim says, mm. now more than ever. So that's an interesting point. I mean, um, whether... People watching the future are in a kind of a lockdown, whether they're in 2020 or or whatever, mm-hmm. or in the future. You know, things are definitely changing, and things will change, you know, forever. In a way, we talked about right. the fact that events are probably going to be hybrid. There's going to be a, a, an online yeah. part of it, but so things are changing. Do you think that local is even more important at the moment? I do. And I think what I'll say is I'll, I'll define local two ways. Yes. I think there's
0: local, the traditional way that we think about it local geographically. And I think for today's episode, that's the main thrust. So we can keep going with that. But I do want to let people know also local in the aspect of um, your professional segment. Remember, people in professional segments hang out with each other. I'm not a true like, live streamer type person. You know, Ian meaning no, does more than that than ever. He probably knows the top 100, 200, 500 live streamers in the world are in the US, all the people who do this, they're probably friends, buddies, they follow each other, work together. People talk together. So also remember local, I was at this ASBDC event that I was at, Ian, my world, small business you know, information as it were in the US. All the players hang out All the brands, Intuit, Square, Visa, Microsoft, all their heads of small business marketing know each other. That's the pool I'm in. And people ask Ramon, how do you get these big brands? Because that's my niche. So local can mean local in in the geographical segment, which we're talking about today, and we're giving some good tips. But I just want to also, for others who may be saying, well, I don't just have a local play. Local means also your professional segment is a localized way as well.
1: That's that's really important. Really important to say that. So it's not necessarily geographical, although that's probably what we're talking mainly about here. But just for for right, other, today, for, right. if if there's anyone listening or watching that thinks that's okay, that they're, they're not really focused on their local area, it doesn't have to be just that. It could be a niche. It could be you know something like that. And I think that's really important. And actually, uh, just seeing here a comment from Christine. Christine Gritman says, "My most local audience." doesn't pay me which you know that's that's the kind of a bit of a problem there so most business mm-hmm. comes from a slightly broader definition of local for me so i'd be interested christine do, would you agree with ramon there would you have a, like a, a a different what is your different definition of local f- that works for you because i think that's that's important um and tim says love this interviewing local people and uh Christine's very kind, saying, I really like the look of your frames, Ian. I'm not sure whether that's the frames of my glasses or the frames (laughs) of the show. Uh, I assume you're in the show, but there we go. Um, And uh, yeah, your community, she says, doesn't need just to be uh, geographic. So yeah, let let, let us know, Christine and and Tim, uh, what what your view on that is. And if you are watching live or watching the replay, do ask some questions or do give your comments. We'd love that. I I know that uh, Ramona and myself will um if there are any questions that we can't cover or any uh uh, during the show we'll come back and we'll we'll do that um fabulous um so this might seem a little bit of a silly question uh, but we, we see i i see the phrase personal brand or personal branding everywhere and if if you haven't heard of personal branding this is this is a brand that's around you about your around your personality and i think around in a local business that's I don't know what what you would say. I uh, remember is is that more important? But what why is a strong personal brand so important?
0: Sure. And if I have time, I'll I'll talk about my own journey with this, Ian. Because that, yeah. you know I'm I'm yeah. As we are, we're on pedestals. We fly around the world and speak. But I think we also have issues ourselves. I know I do struggling with this. So here's here's the aspect of personal branding why I think it's important for local businesses. As we're talking this show today is about local businesses specifically geographically. Let's take your uh, accountant. I hate to use an accountant because we use them so much, but it's typical. You're an accountant. (laughs) Um, If you have another example you want me to say, Ian, let me know. But an accountant. Um, You can put, you know, Gray, Ray, and Sons, you know, Gritman, Gritman, and Son. You can have the fancy logo and all this stuff. People aren't buying that. Let's just be honest. People are buying your smile. They're buying Ramon Ray attorney, Ian Anderson Gray attorney, if you follow what I mean. So for me, Ian, this is why, going back to the local video we talked about, your smile, your face, maybe some of your corporate branding at the fire department, at the mayor's office, at the local Dunkin' Donuts, getting out there, getting about there, being the local local friend, You're, you're, you're interviewing the local car wash person, they know who John Doe is. They're more familiar, most likely, with John Doe, Jane Doe, Betty Sue than with, you know, Gunther, Gunther, Gunther and, and PLC, whatever it is, if you get what I mean. So that's why for me, this aspect of personal branding and it now, if you're a company, I will say caveat, if you're growing in and you know you're growing from a one or two person firm to a thousand person firm, that's another playbook. You're then trying to be. You know, the uh, um, the um, what's the famous uh, Arthur Anderson or what's a bad name, but whatever the, the, the um, famous um, Ernst & Young, that's different. We don't even know who Ernst Young is. But for most of us smaller companies, it's, hey, my name is Ramon. We're the local law firm down the block. We'd love to have your business. So if that's your game, you need to be out there. When I go like this, Ian, I'm referring to your face, your smile your team if that's helpful. So I think personal branding, yes, it's important for local businesses.
1: Totally agree. And this is one of the most powerful things about live video, I think, is is you mentioned that that communication and the fact that your audience, your, your, your fans, your, your customers, your audience can commute, they can ask you questions, they can get involved, they can feel part of it. But they can also see the real you. You know that you can't really fake it on live video you can try you you can make really kind of snazzy professional
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know videos with you know, with the, you know with it you know the i don't know the professional look and, and all this yes. kind of stuff but when it comes to live video that's a bit more difficult to do you know if this, this is where the whole transparency and authenticity come that's into right. it and that's what people want you know people is i know everyone says this but humans buy from humans and uh, right. I, I think that's that's, right. that's so important so Christine's, uh, Christine, and, sorry,
0: and, carry on. I was, was going to add one more thing, Ian. I heard Christine's coming up, but I want to add one more thing about going back to the live. The power of that is asking live questions. Ian, I guarantee, if I flip this interview around and said, Ian, I want to ask you a hundred questions about live streaming, you could answer every single one of them. Not that you would know. You know, I may ask you something, a serial number, you wouldn't know that. But there's no question <laughs> you couldn't answer. You've done this. You could answer every question intelligently. So I think that's an asset. So imagine for that local business owner, that's where it seems scary. But you just say, ask me questions. I'm here to serve. I'm an accountant, a dog walk, whatever. I can do it, Ian. I know you could. So that's where the point of just ask me, how can I serve you? You'll build your business for sure. But you were going to say, Christine, had a comment.
1: <laughs> yeah, which wish you did. Yeah. But that, that's a really important point that you made. So Christine says, I feel like I've needed to separate out. I embrace and support my local small business just as a person versus my business stuff to some degree. I can no longer invest my time and energy in hyper local networking. For example, uh, for example, because it has gotten me nowhere, and my time has uh, has been better spent elsewhere. But it would be off brand for me as a human to not say go to my local coffee shops. So that's interesting. I think, and I think you know, mm. we're all different. We all have different businesses, and it depends again on how you define the whole local thing. So, um, right. And, and Christine also says. So there's a few other comments, and we'll, I'll get back to you, Christine after the show, but thank you so much for all these comments. But she also says, that's Indeed. what I love most about live video. It's you, without a script, without a net, you need to engage as right. yourself. And, and this is why people find it scary. People find live video scary because like, they press the go live button and their brain goes yes. to mush. And this is what this is why <laughs> yeah. I say to, you know, just get get some practice. Just, just do some practice yes. first, practice with other people, bring a guest on. And the other thing you could do, which is what I'm only doing now, I've actually got a teleprompter in front of me not because I'm reading mm-hmm. a script but I've just got yep. some I've got some notes I've got some bullet points just so that I in case my brain does go to mush which does yeah. happen um yeah. And I've also got yeah. it printed out here as well. So, you know, mm. just in case the phoney prompt. It ups falls your off. game. It, so. it, it, it
0: ups your game for sure. And I think I was gonna say something the other thing about live, I think um actually the point, you know, you ever say that you have something to say, Ian, and it floats out of your brain, it's like hanging right here. I'm having one of those moments. What I wanted to say is like floating right there. So uh, you asked the next question.
1: <laughs> I forgot <laughs> it happens, what I was it, happens say. it happens to all of us. I, I think is you know, yeah. I, I wonder whether it's also for, for entre- entrepreneurial types. I I I still struggle yeah. to say that word, entrepreneurial. I, I managed yes. to get it um, that we, we are thinking we, you know, we are thinking about so many different things. And, and so it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's easy to kind of like lose our brains. So I've talked about, yes. we've talked about why personal brand is so important. So if we are, if we are a local, if I am a local business and right. I want to, I want to do live video in a local way for my local, for my local area. What's mm-hmm. the best place to get started? Have you got any tips for us on how to get started? You know, should we buy a state-of-the-art studio with lights and a mega camera and microphone? I think you know where I'm going with this. What, what, what should yeah, we I, agree, to- I do.
0: Yeah, Ian and I launched a business yesterday. It's called $20,000studio.com. So um, <laughs> if, you, if you just give us, actually, if you just take a picture of your credit card and put it in the face, no, stop. Ian's not saying this, reliability <laughs> issue. Ian's like, Ramon, you're <laughs> crashing my show. <laughs> No, here's what I think you have to have. Seriously, if you want to do it relatively well live streaming, A, have a good phone. That's one. Just a good phone. Two, have a simple tripod, and Ian probably has a ton of this, but I'll just pull up something that I carry with me, Ian. You you probably have thousands of these. I just want to show it. This is live, right? So if I can pull it out of my bag. Here it goes, Ian. It's, and you know what this is. You probably have 10 of them. Something like this is what I carry, you know, with a, with a little doohickey for the, for the cell phone. And most of you know what this is already, but those who are new may not. You just screw that on there. And that's pretty much, man, I think, but I'd love to hear from you because you do this, you know, much more than I do. I think that's all you need as a newbie, as a newbie starting out. Beyond that, yes, I think people should invest for sure. And as you've probably talked hundreds of times, Ian, Lighting is important. How you look. If you're a white guy like Ian, you don't want to be looking pale. If you're a black guy like me, you don't want to be like you're the front of a National Geographic magazine or something. I hope that was not too non-PC, but <laughs> point is, um, lighting is good. Audio is important. People have to hear you. So whether you have a cool mic like this or just your your phone's audio, both could work, but you know, you'll have to just figure that out. But lighting, audio, Ian, and to start off, man, that's it. But I do think as people evolve, hit up Ian and his resources for sure. I think having some live streaming software, the graphics Ian has, I think it just ups your game. It makes you look professional because I think the only thing I'll add to this, Ian, but I'd like your input because you're the <laughs> you're the professional in this, as it were. You don't want to look busted if you know what I'm trying to say. That I think only that does hurt you. You know, your phone is blurry, it's crackling. You're dark and you're like in your kitchen, messy. I'd stay away from that today because. And, 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 you know, as we take this today, everybody's up-leveling. So you at least want to be at a certain level of of looking pretty decent. That's
1: yeah, what I think. I think that's really important. And, and just so for podcast listeners, what Ramon was holding up there is this mini tripod. Uh, you can get these very inexpensively. And it had a little tri- uh, mount for your mm-hmm. smartphone at the top. And you can get these very inexpensively. And absolutely, you're, you're so right. You just start simply. Just start with your smartphone. It's the easiest way to go live. If you go live to Facebook, at least, or Instagram, YouTube live. You need a, f- a bit more tech for that. But, you know, if you're go- going live, I always recommend either Facebook or Instagram. And don't overcomplicate it. Just just start. It's, it's best to just have that confidence to go live and just be yourself. And it doesn't have to be complicated. You can bootstrap your live video studio over time. So yeah. totally agree with you.
0: I was going to add, also watch others, you know, because like how you did, you started the show off and things, simple things like that, that does take experience. And as you know, your first show will suck. First, I guarantee it, unless you're, you know, already blessed to be pretty good at this, but you just want to watch others because, again, I don't want to scare people, Ian, so you can help me frame this, is that you do want to have a little bit of, I don't want to use the word professionality because people may get scared of it, but, but you want to have it look a little good, you know, you want to have it, hey, my name is Jenny, this is my first show, thanks for watching, we're going to talk about three things in
1: real estate blah 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 a little bit of that that's all I was trying to say uh, to, you know so yeah absolutely unpack so, that, th- what so that it, means it doesn't act, it depends on what you mean by professional i I, I think you were saying that, that there are very very simple things that you can do so for example check your internet speed before you go live go to speedtest.net mm-hmm. check your internet because if you go live and like the picture's all blurry, that's not good if people if you're on top of a hill or on top of a mountain and it's windy that's probably not going to be good they're gonna hear whoosh, and not hear you, you know? So, you know, things like that. And then just make sure that you write down the first few things that you're gonna say, so you, you know what you're gonna say. And, and also check that, check the lighting is all right. You know, it doesn't have to be mega professional, but I think things like that, and then you're good to go. And you're right, the first few videos that you do, live videos, they're not gonna be that great. But the good news is, it can only get better. Well, on the whole, it can. I mean, sometimes you're gonna have disasters, but on the whole, they're gonna get yes. better, aren't they? <laughs>
0: Exactly right. And you just own it, meaning, Oh, I know what I want to say. You know, I was just talking about the aspect of, um, uh, going live and just, just talking extemporaneously. The event we had, you know, I was telling you about the event I was at yesterday. Uh, they were like, Ramon, um, uh, you know, we need you to keep talking for like five more minutes or 10 more minutes. I had to just talk and do it. So I just wanted to express those are things that part of live, you know, that was. Part of what I do for living, uh, hosting, but meaning whether it's live for your own show, other people's show, just own it, just go with it. And to your point, when mistakes happen, I think Ian and talking to others, you you can't be let perfection stop you. As Ian said today, right? He was very transparent in the final video. Maybe he'll edit this out, or maybe it'll stay. I don't know. But the point is, he, he said comments didn't happen. This didn't happen we're rolling. He's not panicking that we can see and freaking out. So my point is this happens with lives. So do be aware of that. A painting could fall. Things could happen. But how you shine is when crap happens around you, you're game face. That's all that matters. Me and this lens. So you keep going on. The baby comes in, wife screams at you. Why did you park the car? And you say, hey, babe, I'm alive right now. And sorry, I parked the car wrong. And what do you all think? Should I have parked the car wrong or right? <laughs> Just keep moving. That's so, so.
1: That's so true. I, it is funny. I don't know. I don't know about you, but there was a time when that kind of thing would phase me, you know, and I would get really stressed. And I think the more yeah. I've done it, I've, the, the more I realize those things don't matter. I mean, you, you know, you're not going to ask for the painting to fall on top of you halfway through, but if it happens, it happens, and yeah. actually that just brings a bit of reality to to your live yes. video. Which, which, yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of the way. it we got Mary Brant watching. He's saying good morning. Uh, I think you're from San Diego. Ooh. Um, Love the PC comments It was real. Uh, Christine Gritman says, <laughs> "Yes, I've had guests drop off, sound get lost, etc., and always pe- and people always admire that I keep going because what can you do? And I, I think that can that just takes practice. I mean, I'm, I'll be totally honest. Uh, that has taken me a while. There was a quite a long while before I, I I felt more comfortable with things going wrong, and it it is frustrating. And there are things that you can do to make it." less likely that you can have a for example have a tech checklist that you can follow yeah one, one thing that you said Ramon that I which I, I mm-hmm. think a lot of people do struggle with is when they go live it's a lot easier if you go live with somebody else like what we're doing today we're just having a conversation it's it's a mm-hmm. lot easier still today I find doing solo broadcasts, and I, I do believe the power of solo broadcast because it's it's just you and I think that's really important but they are more difficult, particularly because some it doesn't feel a very natural thing to do. To, well, for yes. most people to talk to, by themselves, and you you mentioned that in an event they asked you to speak for another five minutes. That would freak mm. a lot of people out. Is that something that you've always been able to do, or is it something that you've learned? And have you got any tips for us for in terms of doing solo broadcasts?
0: Yeah, that's tough, uh, Ian. I'd love your 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 comments and thoughts on that. I do think it's something that can be learned, but I do think, and this is nothing, I have a lot of problems, Ian, you know, as, as you, we you talk personally offline, I got a lot of issues I'm going through. But I think one thing I'm blessed to say that I can do is is, is the gift of communication. I think the English word is extemporaneously. So that I do pretty well. I think it's a skill I have. I've honed it over the years. To those who are shy and can't do it, it's going to be tough. In fairness, that's one thing I'd say, you know, for, for me just to pull up one of your listeners, go talk live right now for 15 minutes unscripted. About what you know, but talk. It's hard for most people. My wife, my wife, I love her. Great woman, great human. That's just not her skill set. So I think m- to mitigate that now, because that would rarely happen unless you're probably being paid to do it. In that case, you'd be good at it, is have a little script. Ian showed his note. He's a professional. Even Ian Anderson Gray has a script. So for yourself, even something small, um, I was going to pull up a document. It's my voting uh, uh, sheet. So, <laughs> but you know, a little <laughs> script where you're just having, you know, mail and ballot, a little script where you're having maybe the three, four, five comments you're going to talk about. That's probably you may all you need because you don't want to also read it. Hi, my name is Ramon Ray. I'm here with Ian Anderson Anderson Gray. <laughs> and my last name is My last name is Ray. No, <laughs> you you don't want to do that. But no. four bullet points, five. That should carry you through whatever your cadence is. Fifteen minutes? Five minutes? But you're right, Ian. Talking solo can be tough. It it can be a bit lonely, a bit tough. But again, with practice, and I think. To, to, to flesh out the full hint, you can do podcast and live video with someone that's always good to do, but it's good practice too, to do it solo because it's about you going back to personal branding. So the more that you're able to say, Hey, this is Ramon Ray. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to talk about these three things and go for it. You keep building that brand up, building that brand up. And then you work with content content, 10 X to have a little video babies.
1: <laughs> I love that. that that's that's- Take it back to a little kind of symphony there we've got. We've gone back to the beginning. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's that's really helpful because not everyone is going to find it easy. Some people may never be able to do it confidently, but I think the best way is just to keep practicing and try. Having bullet points in front of you has really helped me. And our mutual friend, Jeff C, uh, says mm-hmm. that when he has had uh, solo shows, he's he's always already got like a list of questions that. People yes. might ask. So, we, we, you know, today we've had a tech problem. I can't see the comments from most of the channels, but thankfully I can see them on Facebook. But if, I, mm-hmm. if there was a tech disaster where I couldn't see any comments or maybe I'm starting, starting new and I don't have any live viewers, that's, that's a common issue. Then if yes. you have some pre-prepared questions that you can ask yourself, that helps. If you've got some stories mm-hmm. that you can share with you, maybe write those down in front of you. I think that's probably a good thing to do as well.
0: Absolutely. Listen, people love stories, Ian, and we're getting this is way beyond just live video. But if it helps, you have a I'm sure a, a diversified audience of newbies and experts. Stories are so impactful. You know, just starting out, I remember walking down a block. I was fired from the United Nations after having worked there for over ten years. I was fearful. That's not a fake story, Ian. I'm launching into something that I could talk about. So that, though, I, I bet people listening. I didn't know Ramon was fired. What? <laughs> they, they, they perked up from their cooking as they're listening to us or whatever. So stories are powerful.
1: Yeah, and I think it's when you are being a little bit more raw, you're talking about s- stuff. But there's a word that I just gone from my brain that I would use it. Vulnerable, maybe? Vulnerable, that's the word. Okay. You're being vulnerable. And I think vulnerable is not always the right move. But if you are... Correct. If I think in your case there, you were sharing that story to make a point that was helpful for your audience. So... I think that's, that is a really strong, powerful emotion to talk about that. And, and empathy as well. If you can talk about a struggle that you had that you, your perfect audience struggle with, then that is a good thing as well. You know, I think that's really important. I can see that Christine said, I've had, I've had to start... Oh, this sounds, sounds uh, stressful. I've had to start live streams before the guest was ready. <laughs> that's happened to me. <laughs> and I had to deal live on camera with struggling with, with the tech to bring them on. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, um, that, that that happens. And I had Amanda Robinson came on the show. I tried. I had to get her on twice. So the first time, what happened? I'm trying to remember what happened the first time. Oh, yeah, I had a power cut, <laughs> a power cut. So oh, after about five minutes, I managed to get it back on in the dark with a torch. And um, I've got my tethering from my phone. Anyway, that was well. a disaster. And then she came back the week after. And uh, what happened? Oh, yeah, the, the internet went down in the whole of the country with Virgin Media, which is our ISP. So yeah, these things happen, and you've got to just—it does. You just got to roll with it, really. And Ian, about the power outage,
0: I did this. You know, this is not for everybody, but people like Ian and myself—not that we're anything—but we do this kind of for a living. So I bought two um, un- uninterruptible power supplies. You may have them in your home, Ian. I bought that. And again, those who are just starting out, don't worry about it. Your phone, for the most part, could be your backup. Phone works well if you're able to like have that Zoom link on hot, hot queue, whatever you want to call it. So you just hit it in case the PC goes down. But that's what I did. I got two uh, UPSs uh, that power my computer, my monitor, and a few other small things. Then I have one upstairs, which powers my router, because in this area, we have the power fluctuates a few times a year. Not not so much. We're not living like in a farm country, but it goes. So for those who are getting into this more, especially if you're being paid to do it, you know, UPS costs, I forgot, whatever it costs. So it's another yeah, thing to buy. Yeah,
1: something I've been looking into because I, I think as I do more, it, it, it would be – if if my live show went down, it wouldn't be the end of the world. It would be frustrating, correct? But if I'm doing if I'm doing presenting or if I'm doing some video work for a brand, that's more correct. of a problem. And so, so I think if you if you for for most people getting a, a, one of those is is probably overkill, but it's but it's an option. Right. And I think looking at what what are the fallback options? If this is mission critical, what do we need? Um,
0: So I mean, think about it, Ian. Your your rates for speaking, Ian, are one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars an hour. Absolutely. So, client sends you that check of one hundred and seventy five thousand, Ian. It's probably worth it for you to pay. I don't know, two thirty nine for a UPS. Yeah, yeah. Just think think about the math.
1: But I I still, I still like a good bargain. You know. (laughs) Oh well, thank you so much, Ramon. We we are run. We've run out of time. It's been awesome to have you on the show. Uh, You've given so much value to my audience. Thank you so much. I know that people will love to to stalk you in a good way, stalk you in a good way, and find out where, where you hang out on the socials and the interwebs. Where's the best place for people to reach out to you and, and see, see where you sure. are?
0: And thanks for asking, Ian. And thank you for all that you do for your tribe, your community, your audience. Thank you for being a friend to so many of us and helping us and serving us, Ian. Thank you. Uh, but really, two places I'd love people to go to, ramonray.com, R-A-M-O-N-R-A-Y, ramonray.com, and, uh, or smarthustle.com. Check out those two sites to be inspired and educated uh, to grow your small business, which is all
1: that I do. Well, that's awesome. And those links will be in the show notes at iag.me forward slash 81. When this podcast goes out, which is probably going to be a few weeks now. I've, I've uh, been just very productive, which is, which is not a bad Good. thing. So, so yeah, <laughs> uh, but that will be it, iag.me forward slash 81. Of course, if you're listening to the podcast, that will be live right now, which is great. And where do you, do you, do you have a particular favorite social network that you, you tend to, to focus on? Yeah,
0: I think, you know, Ian, and I know time is short, we'll do this on another show, or maybe you're going to do one mm-hmm. with another guest. LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn stories, man. Now I'm all over all of them, Uh, Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter's most followers I have, so people can check me out there. But I found my tip, LinkedIn stories. I do story, not my cat and dog and stupid stuff, but a real business nugget. I'm finding that is ninja exploding because those were my, my checks, my money is coming from in the past. So now that I can do a quick LinkedIn story, VP of X, SVP of X, director of X, they're watching that. That's, Not to see me, oh, I'm shaving, I'm making coffee. I don't post that stuff there. That's only on Instagram,
1: but LinkedIn. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know whether I've got LinkedIn stories yet. I need to check because it's been rolling out yeah. to a few. So yeah, if, you, if you're if you on LinkedIn, check out whether LinkedIn story, where, whether you've got LinkedIn stories. Just very quickly, where, where, if people, how do people know whether they've got LinkedIn stories? Yeah, like, it'll be right at the top of the bar. Okay. You go there, right at the top of your LinkedIn feed, you'll see it right there. Oh. That's, that's a great tip. Well, thank you, Ramon. It's been awesome to have you on the show. Thank you so much. And until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact authority and profits through the power of covered a live video.
2: See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Be sure to join the community at iag.me, where you can continue to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo.
1: be a celebrity CEO I want to be a celebrity CEO I want to be a celebrity CEO I want to focus on the local I want to be a celebrity CEO